Two men on a mission down the rabbit hole of the thoughts that keep you awake at 3 a.m. Welcome to Dose of Dysfunction. All right, guys, this is your Dose of Dysfunction. You're sitting in with your resident redneck, myself, Brock, and our self-proclaimed life coach, Casey. And today we're going to start talking about aging. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just straight up aging. There's there's so many things that come to mind when you're talking about getting older. And neither one of us are anywhere near old compared to everybody in front of us. No, but I have a solid... Like I'm younger than you yeah, are, thank like, God. I have a solid 10 years, <clears throat> but I guarantee you've been way more brutal on your body than <laughs> yeah. I was to that point. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. There, there's some relatability there. Uh-huh. So, and and I have to say, like one of the largest things that I've I've found with aging is the recovery time. That is the most horrible, horrible part about it. The oh, fuck the man. day and age of you could go out, you could play ball, or you could go sledding or skiing or skateboarding you could wreck i mean roll yourself across the concrete scrape the shit out of yourself up yeah the next day you were sore and ouch it hurt the day after that you're like fuck it let's do it again (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) scars are cool man um i i and I mean, we, you can go as far as like your crashes and burns, but I mean, even like your normal shit. I stepped off the fucking step the other day and forgot that it was another three inch like drop, like a little, little drop. But I was like, I, I missed it for whatever fucking mind my or reason. My brain was just kind of like out the fucking window and I stepped wrong. And now my back is like, Hey, you remember that step you forgot? And this is a week ago, and my back's still like, "Hey, fucker, I'm here." Hi. Yeah, no, it'll it'll remind you. One of the worst worst ones I've actually had was, I think I bent over and picked my kid up or something, and it caused a back spasm. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I, I, and they don't get it either. They're like sitting there, and they got their hands in there. Yay, dad's picking me up, and you're like, ah. Uh, uh. As you're like trying to lift them and not piss yourself at the same time, right? And but you get like you suck it up. You're like, okay, I'm dead. I'm the man, and, right? You, you get yourself through that in that day, and so then you get them past that, and then you're like, oh, I fucked up my back, and so then you're trying <laughs> stuff all day long to make your back feel better, and you're like, okay, this is, I'll be good tomorrow, right? I just need to sleep, sleep. I'll get, I'll be great the next day. You wake up the next day, it's worse. Uh-huh. You're like, okay. Oh, it's never the worst until after you've slept on it. Right, and you can't get up. Yeah. And, and I've had a few. Though Anything that causes spasms is almost, in my mind, I would, and I say this not having, well, not having a doctor told me I broke anything, but I'm pretty sure I've broken a few things that I didn't go to the doctor for, but... Muscle tears and strains and spasms are by far the worst things because you can't, they tweak back so easy. You can wake up one morning, you've done everything you're supposed to, and you're like, yeah, that feels good. And you go to tie your shoes and now I have a back spasm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, like, I, right now, I'm pretty certain that I fractured something in the end of this finger, and currently, I don't know, like, it hurts every fucking day, all the time, and I don't notice it because I've gotten to the point where I start doing shit with other fingers, and I'm just like, do-do-do-do-do, but then I, I'll bump it, like, I'll hit the table with it or whatever, just like you jamming your toe, I jam my finger into the table or whatever, because I'm not thinking or whatever, and it's like, oh! <gasps> okay that hurt you know and it's like what the fuck was that and then i'm like focused on it for the next two three hours however long and it's like god damn it and then like a day later it's like god this thing's sore as shit you know oh fuck it sucks and i, I can tell you right now like there's many other things that have happened to me aging wise uh, like the current bald spot that is apparently showing itself in the back of my head. Oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> you poor bastard. I, I mean, it's not like you can, there's still hair there. 
But apparently, the wife said, it's much thinner than it was it's... when I was apparently in my prime and, you know, saved her from having to find another idiot anywhere else down the road. It's... And, like, then I used to cut my hair. Like, the bearded bald guy. All the time. And now, I mean, I get it all the time. Oh, look at this fucking hillbilly from the woods, you know, because it's all long and the beard's long and everything, right? But I'm trying to live that last long haircut before I know I'm going to cut this shit and it's not going to grow back in that one spot. No, it, it's over. <laughs> I mean, you're you're going to have the... It's the guy who shaved his head because he always shaved his head and then he's like, okay, I'm done being the shaved head guy and then realizes, oh shit, I'm bald. Yeah. Like, it ain't growing back. Yeah. I mean, it ain't growing back right. Yeah. I still have to be shaved head guy. See... That's the one thing I will actually say I'm really lucky in is I don't have a bunch of thin spots or anything like that. I'm not getting that. I've gotten shit for the last 10 years because I've, I'm how much I have grayed. And at right. first it used to drive me nuts because everybody would be like, oh, look at your gray hair. I'd be like, I'm fucking 30 years old. Fuck off, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And now that I'm over 40, it's it's pretty gray. I mean, it's Call damn near silver fox, right? So, <laughs> but in that time, I've come to terms with a. I'm like, well, at least I'm not losing it. Also, right? I still have hair and it's gray, but then I, so I play the. I'm just distinguished. Uh huh. Yeah. See, I find one every once in a while on my beard, and I'd be like, oh fuck, that's gray. I'm not thirty. I pull it out, throw it away. There's no gray hair in this beard, you know. <laughs> the yeah, wife's yeah. like, "What about those five? What were?" And I'm like freaking out, looking for them and shit. You will, uh, and I've been going gray <laughs> since I was 25, and now I'm just like, "Yeah, whatever, I don't care." Except though, my facial hair has never really had it, right? The other day, my wife's hey. like, "Hey, you got something on your chin?" <laughs> I was and, gonna say, "There's some now." Yeah, it's like she, she, and she <laughs> actually legitimately thought I like had something in my goatee or. Like, I had something on my chin, and then she gets up close and goes, oh, no, just a gray hair. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Casey's going to be Santa Claus here shortly. You know, the worst part is, though, I can't grow, like, the full beard. Like, I don't get the sides. Like, I'm stuck to the goatee. Like, well, it looks like you would get, like, the lamb chop, but then you Joe Dirt style it. Like, there's a big chunk missing. Yeah, it, it would be no good. Like, yeah. you have to... I can let it go and get the scruffy look, but if I let it go much past scruff, I'm just gonna look corny. I mean, dude, you just shave it up and dude, my like the, when it comes to hair, like I, I'll cut the hair off. I don't really give a shit. That to me is Nolan Boyd. I really don't care. The thing that pisses me off is when I cut this hair, my hat's not gonna fucking fit right. <laughs> okay, and this is going to fuck me up. All right, I got a free hat one time from an Echo rep. Yeah, he comes in. He's talking to us all about the new Echo chainsaws and blah 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 blah. He gives everybody a hat. There's, luckily, there was a guy who doesn't wear hats, and he gave me his. But I put the hat on, right? And when I put on the hat, motherfucker has to be symmetrical. Like mm -hmm. most everything. Like my wedding ring drives me nuts because there's not one on this mm -hmm. hand. Okay, so my hat bill. Has to be legit, that hat or that hat's out. Right. Like I'm not. Mm, fuck that. Because it like droops over on one side, and then I feel like some real dumb retard driving a tow truck somewhere in the boonies, looking for 55 gallon drums full of moonshine somewhere. So, it and it it really doesn't help that there's a missing tooth up front. So like it looked really fucking special. So it drives me nuts, and I'm like off of that hat. Well, they gave me the other hat, and I was like, okay, this one works. Well, about three weeks later, that's when whatever fucking seam popped out, and it went crooked again. And I was like, nope, fuck this thing, and away it went. So, that, like, shaving my head thing doesn't bug me, but I know I'm going to have to break in every one of my fucking hats again. Because I'll have to break them in at a different notch, and that's going to drive me nuts. So, I'm about to order 30 fucking hats. Once again, because they're all set to having hair. Right. So, and that, like, that and the weird spots that hair shows up as you age. Oh, yeah. Okay? 
I and I very rarely shave my face. Very rarely. You know this. Right. You've known me for what, four years now? Long enough and, to know you're never yeah. gonna not be bearded. Okay. So very rarely will I shave my face, but when I shave my face, I no fucking joke, two hours later, have a five o'clock shadow. There are guys who will shave their face and not have hair pop up out of their face for at least a day and a half, two days, whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, you? dude, I shave once a week. It kind of yeah. drives my wife nuts, but I can shave once a week, and by the end of the week, you might go, ah, he's getting a little scruffy. And that's, yeah. Just, yeah, that's no. like, oh, hey, he's getting a little five o'clock shadow, not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I fucking shave, get in the shower, shower, you know. Wash my face and my head and everything just like I would normally do. Eat with beard. Climb out the fucking shower. Dry off. Go into the kitchen. Get a fucking drink. Whatever. Go in and go lay down to go to bed. And I've got the fucking stubble. Because I can feel it on the fucking pillowcase. Okay? Drives me insane. But, now that I'm aging, if I was to shave... In the morning, I figured this out. Last time I did it, I shaved early in the morning because I wanted to literally surprise everybody. Show up and be like, oh, hey, woo, woo. And it was cold. So I wore long sleeves. Nobody could see my tattoos, right? I put on a different pair of sunglasses, a different hat because a lot of people knew me for, by what my what I wear. And I walk up, I'd start talking to people and they're like, who the fuck is Brock? And they'd like look at me and be like, yeah, hey, what's up? And they're like, you shaved the fucking beard? Well, I noticed that if I shaved it first thing in the morning, when I went to lay down at bed, I didn't, it didn't catch. I, That's how fucking fast the shit grows on my face. <laughs> my sister had a boyfriend like that once. Oh he my was, God. And he was like, unlike you who has brown hair and because of the work you do and stuff, you're tan, so you're not. Yeah. This guy was pale ass white and pitch black. black hair, and yep. his was the same way. He this poor bastard would shave, and he didn't rock the beard, so he shaved every day. Had and I was like, man, that's gonna suck. Why don't you use an electric razor? He's like, oh man, it just tears my face to shit. Oh yeah. So yeah, he he'd shave every single day, but. Dude, by the time he walked out of the bathroom, he had a five o'clock shower. Yeah. I was like, you oh, yeah. poor bastard. Yeah, I get like an hour of like that, oh, it's so smooth and blah, blah, blah. And about like an hour and a half and you're like, ow, fuck, that's 90 grit. You know, <laughs> fuck. And it, 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 the other thing is, is the weird places that hair is popping up. Oh, okay? yeah. Now, I, <laughs> I don't claim to be the hairiest guy in the world that's just not no i mean i could take off my shirt and be like really that's what you're, that's what you're bitching about <laughs> but i look like it's weird because i have a line that goes from my nuts clear to <laughs> fucking up underneath my my shirt collar right line straight down okay well three four five years ago i picked up a 350 engine block because one of my buddies was like you're a puss, blah, 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 you know, and I was drunk enough, I was like, you yeah, fuck you, and I stuck my hands in the cylinders, and I picked it up, well, when I picked it up, I didn't realize that fucking head bolts were still sticking out the fucking block, and I jabbed myself, right, so there's a scar, like, right here, the hair has literally grown around the scar, mm -hmm. so now it literally, it looks like I got this, this fucking line from my, under my chin, down my chest, which it, Branches out to go around my nipples. Couldn't forget that part. Fuck no. I look goofy as shit with my shirt off. Trust me. Okay. And then, and then right from the one from the right nipple over towards the center, there's that scar. And it goes around the fucking scar. Comes over here. Goes around my nipple. Okay. Goes down a little bit further. And then like blows out into a fucking Care Bear patch. Right? Like I look like a Care Bear. With my nipples highlighted uh. when I take out my shirt. Alright? It's funny. And at this point, like, I'm used to it. So it's like, whatever. But, and the wife always gets me too. She's like, oh, look at your hairy belly. You know? But the one thing that I never thought would be an issue would be lint in my fucking belly button. Oh, tell me about it. I, I, and like... the fucking hair 
holds that shit in. You're yeah. like, what the fuck? That's like, oh my god. And you like pick the lid out of your belly button. And everybody's like, I what have the like, fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, I have the cavern <laughs> of a belly button. It's like, it's like Jesus Christ, you can mine that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch little, goes to China. Yeah, huh. little gnomes like. Like damn, the fucking seven dwarfs. That's yeah. where they go to work every day. Yeah, and I never like my dad has had a full beard my entire life. I mean, and that thing is like epic. Okay, I have seen men strive to have a beard as beardy as his beard. Okay, Santa Claus should be fucking embarrassed compared to his beard, and and he doesn't let it grow out real long. He normally got it trimmed down pretty pretty short, but. He, I don't remember, it was like a no-shave November type of thing. Somebody, he lost a bed, I don't remember, which is strange because my dad never loses those, but something happened, and he let that shit grow out one month, and I mean, I swear to God, you could have found the Lorax in that fucking thing. (laughs) It was just this moth, you couldn't even see his face, and he puts on sunglasses, right? He looks like ZZ Top. Okay, but he also looks like, because it grows up, like mine grows on my cheeks up here. Right. Yeah, his was like the outline of his sunglasses to oh. his fucking nose. Or wow. Like, boom! I mean, that. yeah. But I'm telling you, people were like, who brought Griswold? <laughs> like, I mean, fucking, he just, worst, worst thing possible, because he hated it, right? And he, he had his face burned off when he was like my age, when he was at work. Gas line blew up, burned his face off, so he grew the beard to cover all the scars on his face. Uh, everybody in my family, kind of, because he was embarrassed about it, about having this big beard when everybody was supposed to be clean-shaven and all this. Right. Uh, everybody, all the men in my family were like, well, fuck it, we'll grow beards, we'll give shit. Right. So they all grew beards. So me growing up, that's I was like, fucking beard, you gotta have a beard. You can be in this family, you can be a man, you gotta have a beard, Right. I had, like, I started getting a beard when I was 16. So, to me, now, like, everybody's like, oh, my God, you gotta be so hot. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I've had this shit since I was 16. There's no, it doesn't change. There's no fucking temperature difference. The one thing I did notice, though, all those motherfuckers that bitch about it being cold as shit, I'm over here with the beard like, oh, your fucking problem is. Because my face is never fucking cold. Insulated. If my face is cold, it's balls cold outside. You're freezing your shit to your leg. Like, that's... Yeah. yeah. But the the new one for me is the ears. Ooh, that is one I don't have yet. Dude, that is bad. I have a hair that is currently hooked to my fucking ear that I think could rival beard hairs at this point really? in time. I can't find... It. It's back hair. But, I mean, it's both sides. Oh, wow. Both sides. I got hair up top. And on the lobes, man. If I had earrings, people would be like, look, he got that natural hair earring. No, it's growing out my fucking ear. No, the one I hate is the nose. I've noticed that. I have to trim mine all the time. I, I watch, I'll be like, and that stuff will want to start to curl up around uh. your nostril. You're like, but it's horrible. So I'll take the little razor right and shave. But when you do that, the thing you'll get is you'll get an ingrown hair inside your nose. And that shit hurts. Oh, I bet. See, it's, I haven't had that problem yet. I have the ears. Though. You get to... I noticed that I never had that issue. And then I started... I'd, you know, I'd either pluck with um, tweezers or I'll just take the... You know, I got the trimmer that has the little nose hair yeah. trimmers, right? Yeah. You trim that stuff up. I almost prefer the pluck because typically, more often than not, with the nose hair trimmer, I'll wind up with like an ingrown hair in there somewhere. And that shit's painful. You get it in the right spot. Because then you're... People think you're... I don't know if they think you're picking your nose or what. But it's like... <laughs> no, I'm popping... You know, I'm busting oh. this thing open. Well, you have to. Because if you uh-huh. don't, it's just painful. And it's painful if you... You don't think about how many times in a day you actually touch your nose. Until it hurts. Yeah. And then every time yeah, you touch it, you're that. like... Motherfucker. So you'll sit there... And basically play with your nose until you pop that fucker. And when it's the baby ingrown hair, you can't do anything about it. So it just progressively gets more sore and sore. You have to kind of put up with it until it gets to a point where you can do something about it. But, no, that's 
probably the worst. Is I hate those. See, we did the um, and I don't know what in the fuck I was thinking, but we when we were younger, we did the fucking. Now they do it normally where you take the wax and you put it on the Q-tip and you stick it in your nose, right? Oh, I want to try that. Okay. I'm all for that. I've had a couple people say no, that's the shit. No, no. <laughs> I'm here to tell you they are fucking lying. Oh. Okay? And I will tell you why. I will tell you right now why. If you take that thing and you stick it in your nose and you let the wax get all fucking hard, right? And you yank that motherfucker out, okay? The initial pain, yeah, it sucked. Whatever. You do whatever you have to for looks and whatever that doesn't compare to the next three weeks of feeling like someone stuck a prickly pear cactus up your fucking nose i'm not shitting you when i got done with this whole thing i was like oh this is cool i can breathe blah 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 by the way i got sick because it took out the natural filter in Mm -hmm. my fucking nose so i got sick that pissed me off you gotta trim them (laughs) that's so well and i mean i get that but i get you still have to have the hair in there correct so be other like i said otherwise you're breathing you're taking everything in yeah i I could breathe i was super fucking excited it was like oh my god this is amazing next day super hair grower guy over here even for ripping all of my follicles and everything else out and by the way, you get scabs inside your nose, and it sucks ass to get that out. But then it, it literally feels like somebody stuck a fucking cactus up your fucking <laughs> nose, and then they're like sitting there poking you in the nose, or like you do, you know, like it makes your eyes water because you reach up and you pinch your nose together, like oh something on my nose, whatever, right? Soon as you pinch them shut. You freeze because it literally it's like oh fuck I just took the cactus I don't know what to do now like I am like, like you just you, you spaz out for a second yeah. everyone's like you okay over there and I'm like shut up it's not funny and I'm like crying and you'd shit. rather get punched in the face than do that yeah it hurts oh yeah less. it hurts oh less. yeah I took a fucking snowmobile to the nose hole this last year and broke my nose. Nothing compared to the fucking annoyance and irritation and everything else from waxing my nose holes. I'll never do that again. Ever. I might trim them, but I don't... mm No, fucking ripping all that shit out. The key, I think, to trimming is you don't want to... It, it is exactly that, keeping them trim. Not cutting them down where they're little stubble or that. It's to just yeah. keep them trimmed up but yeah they don't it's it's ridiculous but i i do it's like a forest in there for me so i'm okay just like walling the things out i must have plenty in there it hasn't affected my <laughs> i get i always get a rogue eyebrow or yeah eyebrow oh, hair. eyebrow hair dude this thing will be like it'll grow to be like that probably four inches long <laughs> and it'll be like fishing line when you pull it out i'm serious like it's like it's rigid to a degree, and that's the reason you don't notice it normally for a while is because it'll keep to the shape of the eyebrow, right? Yeah, and then and all of a sudden one day it's just like, boing! Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> then, but when you pull it out, it's, it's like, rigid. It's, you're like, damn, yeah. my porcupine quill you. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, I, what I, I, so I get these little hairs in my beard. I call them beard nails. Because it feels like somebody's driving a fucking one of them little fancy nails for hanging up pictures and shit. Yeah. feels like somebody's driving it oh, into yeah, my they, chin or my mustache or wherever. Do you get them in the corner of your mouth? Do you get those No, ones? but I have hair growing there perfectly <laughs> fine. Um, it, in fact, if I was to eat something at this exact moment, because I haven't done much with it lately, I'll take a bite. And then I'll have to, like, move my mustache and shit because it's in the fucking way. And I've seen guys that, like, they go to the beard-growing competitions or whatever, and they got these, like, fancy little clips they put and it, like, holds their fucking shit up here and out of the way. And I'm like, no, that, they're fucking trim the shit. Like, yeah, I'm not. I get to the point where, I, like, I bite into something and I bite my mustache. And I'm like, well, I'm trim this shit. And I do. I go in the bathroom and I... And I come walking out and the wife's like, 
Yeah, that's crooked. I don't care. It's out of my fucking way. Right. Like, I give a fuck less. I mean, if, if anybody's ever seen me in person, in public, I, to be honest with you, could give a fuck less what anybody else thinks, how I look. It just, it is what it is. It's like putting that fuck it sticker on the back of your truck. At that point, you know that person has zero fucks to give for anybody around them. That's where I'm at. Like, I, <clears throat> fuck it. <laughs> you know, because it's like, the wife's like, well, we gotta go, we gotta go to a wedding. And I'm thinking, great, let's get the fucking weed eater and the chainsaw fired up. We're gonna trim a beard, cut back some fucking hair on my ears, everything else. And dude, this shit's not like regular, no. just take it off with the scissors hair. Fuck no. My wife has to sharpen her scissors after she cuts my fucking beard. Yeah. She's like, they told, the fucking beard's dulled the shit out of stuff. I'm like, well, fuck. If you just said that, I'd have just gone, got the fucking weed eater. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious, and, and the the funny part about it, too, is, like, as you grow older, your hair, like, or what you have left of it, it, in my case, or where it's traveling to different portions of my body, it's much more coarse mm -hmm. and hate, hateful. Like, there's hate in my beard, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> and... Like, my wife has always told me, you know, the worst part about trimming your beard is your beard's beard. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, the beard that's attached to your fucking beard is, like, way worse than your fucking beard. I'm like, okay. But no, the the beard nails. You see, little teeny hairs that I swear to God are, like, four times the thickness as the rest of the hairs. Oh, my God. And every time you, like, brush your brush your face or... You know, you put a helmet on or whatever. Dude, it just fucking hurts. I've been known to stop on the side of the fucking trail and dig one of these motherfuckers out of my skin. Because it just fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. No, I can imagine. Now, I get a few of those, but they're always really little. And that's why I say most of mine end up being ingrown hairs. But I get one constantly on my cheek. Back of the jaw. Yeah, and I'll play with it for a while before I finally go get the tweezers. Because unlike you... My hair doesn't grow that fast, so it'll stay about that far out, and so it doesn't hurt. But you can, you're like, okay, I know which one it is, and either I wait till it's long enough I can pinch it and pull mm -hmm. it out, or I go and I'll get the tweezers. And yeah, my wife, I don't know where she found these things. They're about mm, half to a third the size of normal tweezers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but they are perfect pinpoints. Yes, yeah. For pulling out and no they have the kind of flat edge they don't come down to a point but they're little small things that you can uh, they are perfect for little yeah. ingrown hairs and yeah. stuff like that well you know the, the other thing about aging too that nobody fucking warned well everybody warns you against it but it's like that lack of everything like that that setback that you have whether it be mentally or physically or whatever and they have a hundred different billion drugs for them. Libido and testosterone and all that shit, right? But the... <clears throat> nobody warns you about how little you will start to give a fuck about stupid shit. Like, I have, in my <clears throat> almost 30 years, can count a lot of times where I'm like, Oh man, that sucks, you know? I'm sorry for you, whatever what I, can, I can do to help, you know, blah, 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 right? And now, like, in this last, and it's really shown in this last, like, year where I'm just kind of fed up with everybody, and, I, and everybody's like, like the victims. Oh, my God, the people who are just constantly a victim. And they're like, oh, my life is so stupid and falling apart and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why don't you drink a beer and shut the fuck up? Game's on, and I really don't want to listen to you. Like, I'm really not into this game, but, I mean, you you are way worse than this game right now. You know, or, like, the just the sheer, I'm going to do this, fuck you. You know, like, that whole, like, I, I really could give a fuck less what you're at. I'm going to do this. I, I can only tell you, it gets worse after 30. Oh, I'm sure. That is something I realized. <laughs> For me, it was, like, the... 30 was this weird cutoff point where that things that, and I've always been for the most part a pretty easygoing laid back person, like a go with the flow type of person. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. 
But even up until I was 30, I'd get more fiery about things or just causes or stuff like yeah. that. It was like, I hit 30 and was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> it just got worse and worse and worse. And I deal with it every day. And people be like, well, they did this and that. And I'm like, and? Like, shut up and go back to work. Yeah. Why do you care? My biggest, one of my biggest, I don't know if you call it a pet peeve or what, it, when people bitch to me about things is... When it doesn't directly impact them, and they're all fired up, yeah, like they want mm-hmm. to move heaven and earth to change this situation, and you're like, "Why do you care? Yeah. This has no impact on you. Yeah, like this, this doesn't even have a marginal impact yeah. on you. Yeah, and you want to cry and scream, and you're gonna ruin your whole entire day or longer. Yeah." Being upset about something that didn't affect you in really one way or the other. Yeah. Why? And it only gets, the older you get, the more and more you get like that. But the more and more you start to understand why the when you were under 30 and you would go bitch to the, the old guy. The, who's like, yeah, yeah, the middle-aged yeah. guy or the old guy. And he was, you were like, why aren't they taking me seriously, right? You walk away yeah. going... Motherfuckers don't care. They don't take anything serious. Yeah. You're correct. They you don't care. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At one point in time in your life, that statement came out of your mouth and you were fucking 100% right. And they look at you and go, yeah, I remember being fired up like that. You'll get over it. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I th- so like it used to, uh, all, all of everybody, the acquaintances, the friends, all that shit, right? Uh, we go mudding all the time. And I always had... Any possible recovery tool I could possibly want, need, use, whatever. I was overstacked with fucking recovery gear. Because you get the one friend who call you and be like, Hey, uh, so-and-so, who you've met twice, is stuck out at this place. Can you go get him? Well, at that point in time, I was always down for going wheeling. Fuck yeah, I'll go get him, Right? Then you get to the point where it's like, if my friend was to call me, I'll go get him. Now I'm to the point where I'm like, if you don't have a 30 rack of fucking beer, a fire belt, and somewhere for like me to take a fucking leak when I get there, and to empty all the beer cans into the bed of your truck, I ain't fucking going. And they're how could you just leave him out there? He's got a truck. It is plumb full of fuel. Or at least it should be. Darby's got a place to sleep. He can call a fuck tow truck in the morning. I'm not worried about it. You know, if it's a certain situation where somebody's stuck up in a place where nobody else can get to, yeah, I might go get them. But you're talking about some serious motivation behind getting me out of the fucking chair and into the truck to go fucking either sink my balls to the in the mud or... You know, freeze my ass off on a snow trail somewhere to getting somebody out, you know. And and a lot of that changes, too, because you go to snowmobiling, and I'm an avid snowmobiler. We look out for those guys. If there's somebody who's stuck or can't get out or doesn't know what's going on, you know, there's, there's something going on, then you help. If somebody's in a life or death situation, you absolutely help. Because it may happen to you one day, and you may need that. So... I get that, but when you're out being dumb, playing in the mud, which around here there's not much this year, but on a good year there's quite a bit pretty close to town, most tow truck companies here can come and get you, and they'll do it any time of night, They have so I have no fucks to give when somebody gets stuck, and again, snowmobiling, snowboarding, skiing. Any of that kind of shit. There's only certain vehicles that can get to you. They can't send you a tow truck. They can't send you a fire truck. They can send it to the trailhead, but they can't send it to you. So I get that. And that that gets a little bit more dangerous. But when you're off of fucking Pleasant Valley Road out here in the desert, and you are stuck to your axles in the mud because you don't know what the fuck you're doing, your buddies are too drunk to pull you out, sorry, man, I'm going to sleep until 6 when I got to go to work. Like, I don't know, 
your fucking problem now. You know? So I've noticed that a lot more. Or like uh, yesterday, or what was it? It was Thursday. I was headed to work. It's 6.30 in the morning. I'm sitting at the stoplight. And dude pulls up next to me. I'm in the outer turn lane. Dude pulls up next to me. And his car dies. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Right? Like, not even a, oh, fuck, I should get out and help this guy push his car. No, I was like, oh, that sucks. He fired it back up and snapped the fucking rod in his block. You could hear it in there. And I was like, ooh, that's fucked. He gets it to fire on the other three cylinders, and I can hear it in there just, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God, shut it down. Shut it down now. And he's, like, playing with the throttle to keep it running to get through the light. And all of a sudden, it just goes, clack, and just dies. And I was like, oh, that really sucks. Light's green, though. Peace. <laughs> man, I was like, fuck you. And I got the fuck out of there. And the funny part is, the guy in front of him had a gray beard. Don't know how old he was, but he had a gray beard. The guy behind him, you could tell, was older than me. And the guy behind me you could tell was older than me. Like, just looking around in my mirrors, that's what I could see. Not a fucking one of them got out to help him move this piece of shit off the fucking road. And I'm like, this is amazing. I feel like I now fit in with the old people because I just don't give a flying fuck. And you just ruined somebody else's morning getting to fucking work. <laughs> I'm like, you suck, dude. <laughs> away I went. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody who'd be like, oh my god, this guy is such a dick. But I just don't fucking care. I'm getting to that point where I'm just like, oh, like a buddy of mine called me who was bitching about his old lady. I said, hey, you want to come over and have a beer? He's like, no. I said, well, if you're not willing to take the steps to get over your bullshit, then suck it up. Bye. Click. <laughs> I got a text message from him like 30 minutes later. He's like, I'm coming over for a beer. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I don't give a fuck less. You don't come over for a beer? Great. That's your problem. You can bitch about your old lady all you want. Dude, somebody else. I don't want to hear it. I mean, you want to bring over a six-pack and sit on the front porch and talk about it? Sure. But I'm drinking five of them, motherfuckers. You know? <laughs> and when we're out, I'm done. Uh-huh. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. Yeah. No, you do. You get to that. You get to that point. I know that. And I think it's amazing how you go kind of through that idea of the decades right and i really think it starts about 20 it does and so in your 20s you're you're so idealistic and you have these different passions and these different things and it's the i don't know this is what i'm gonna be when i grow up right yeah then you hit 30 call it the race car phase gonna be the race car driver right right well and and that's more redneck than most but right but it's still the same thing it's still the if you were even a marginal athlete in high school you're still gonna be a pro um if you oh and you're gonna care about all that shit too yeah you're gonna have that public face that you can score touchdowns and then you can do the press conference afterward where you're like you know those guys just played their hearts out but our guys just wanted it that much more. You know what would happen if they put me on the stage after scoring a touchdown? And I'd be like, they sucked. That's pretty much all it was. They didn't give a fuck enough. I gave a fuck enough. We won. Eh, fuck them. But, <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you, then you do. You hit kind of your 30s. The 30s, i tell you, is a little bit jaded because your 20s didn't work like you wanted them to. <laughs> yeah. You so, left your 20s with nothing but drinking habits. and You picked up a lot of bad habits yep. and scars in your 20s. And, uh-huh. and life, and that's the thing, in your teens, you didn't get, nobody prepared you for the 20s, right? That's really, I think the 20s is that age where, I don't think it's... People hold on to high school way too long. We talk about those four years as being so instrumental. I really think it's... Your 20s is where you're going to kind of pick the path or your definition, right? That's yeah. that's kind of where it's at. And nobody in your teens prepares you for what you're about to fuck up. Because oh, that's yeah. it. You're going to spend your whole 20s fucking shit up right and left. Oh, yeah. And thinking you're the smartest person in the room, I've never met a 20-something that's not the smartest person in the room. And He who knows all eventually turns 21. Right. And then 
then you, you do. You get to your 30s, and then it's you start letting go of those things, and you start laughing at the 20-year-olds because they come in, and they're bullheaded, and they're dialed up, and they're, they're going to recreate the world, and you're like, you were about to get bitch slapped like you have never been bitch slapped before. Sweet, so we got some beer. Let's watch. Yeah. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. Yeah. Oh, right. man, I can't wait till I turn like 40. Because I can tell you right now, there is going to be negative fucks to give. Like, I will be owed a fuck to give before I start giving a fuck. Well, so I've noticed in 40s, you, in my early stages of this, um, see, like, 30s was my body didn't bounce back, right? You know, in, uh-huh. in your 20s, it's like, well, damn, I'm getting a little chunkier this. Ah, I'll just start running that within, like... A a month or two, you're like, yeah, look at me. I look good again, right? 30's gone. Oh, I yeah. don't give a fuck what you oh, do. Yeah. It's like you have to live this idealized lifestyle to a T. And the problem with that idealized lifestyle, if you want any sort of friends or family or anything like that, you're not going to live that life because it takes yeah. all of your time. Yeah. and that's I call what... it the three F's. Friends, family, fun. If you want friends... Ain't no fucking, you're going to the bar and shit like that. If you want family, you can't be worried about yourself. You need to be worried about them. Mm-hmm. And if you want to have any kind of fun, you can't be the guy who starts every story with this one time when I got a salad at Zupa's. <laughs> it doesn't fucking work. No, it doesn't work at all. So you end up being, and you start, and that's that's one of the things in the 30s too, though, is, is you've put this family together right if you do even if you don't you you'll probably in there have something you're a little more directed towards you know whether it be you found some hobby or you dive into work or or whatever and so right you're always that rock star if you're single right and then you you, 30s you're totally fucking up trying to balance family and work You, you don't know how to do it it, that's where I tell you, in, in your 20s, you'll still have some friends and they'll start to fade out towards the end. In your mm-hmm. 30s, you might have one. You're going to, because <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing you can balance with a family. And if yeah. you try to balance more, family's gone. Like, mm-hmm. it's it just not going to work out. It, yeah. In ideal situations, maybe. On average, not going to fucking work. Then I think, though, you start to get to 40, and if you've managed that balance okay. That's when you start doing things again because now whoever you've been with, if you've made it through that, they're kind of like, especially if you got with them in your 20s and you've got that time, now it's more of the, okay, you need some hobbies, right? Love you to death, love being (laughs) around you all the time, but I need you to go away for at least an hour or two a week. Like, that's not work. You need to go find some hobbies. But at the same time, I'm fine. For me personally, it's like, oh, it, it starts to actually make you feel a little bit young again where you're not so like... I, in a way, the 30s, you have less fucks to give, but you start to get so wrapped up in the other stuff that then 40s kind of come, and this is where I get where the midlife crisis, why it's normally a dude in his 40s, right? Yeah. Is because you start, Normally it's his late 40s it, there, well, early bloomer. Well, you know... <laughs> I, I wear the weight of the sh- world on my shoulders here, yeah. but... But you do, just in that little bit, but it's things where I was like, you know, just even doing, like, softball here of late, it's like, fuck, man, why didn't I do that when I was in my 20s and 30s? That would have been yeah. fun. I should have held that as a hobby and realized I needed that balance. And it's taken me, though, from being basically a workaholic, clear through my 20s and 30s, like, mm-hmm. you know, work was priority number one, for me to finally hit that level of being like, you know, I'm going to do some shit for me. And yeah. I want to spend some more time with my family. And and then you do. You start looking around and you're like, oh, shit, my kids aren't getting any younger. And, yeah, you know, you start weighing right. all that stuff. But at the same time, as they get older, not that they still – there's still a level of where you you start to not matter anymore. Like, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You're like, they're kind of doing their thing. And, yeah, it's cool. Hey, Dad. Or, hey, Mom. You know. Yeah. But they're – they're picking up more of those things, so you start. They're looking, getting into their own routines, right? You start yeah. looking around, and you're like, "Well, shit, what am I supposed to do?" Well, luckily, like, mine still needs me to wipe her ass. Uh, well, but... <laughs> now trust me, I've got two that at, at <clears throat> some days still need me to wipe their ass too. But yeah, 
Some of that's more metaphorical. But you do start giving less fucks, and where that starts to come in, I think, moreover, as I see it with... I still work just as hard as I ever did, but there, where there were things that didn't work where if I was to have a boss or somebody above me kind of get on my ass, I, it would have scared me. I'd start to get that stage where now I have enough time and experience under my belt. I'm like, oh, this is what we want to play. Yeah. I yeah. know I'm not the be-all, end-all of anything, but I will fuck your day up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, Dude, and I've noticed that, too. Like, as you, as you start to get older, you get more set in your ways, or you start to, like, give a whole lot less fucks about what people are seeing you do, right? So, like, when I got my first tattoo, I was 18, right? And I was super concerned my mom was going to just smack the fuck out of me, you know, all this shit. And then it kind of kicked in a little bit where it was like, you're 18, you can fuck yourself up all you want, right? Now I'm covered in tattoos, and half of them are not what they should have been. But I learned a lot of things through that whole, like, you know, late teens, early 20s. It's like, okay, because I had all of my tattoos that I have now. I had them, I got, I, last time I got a tattoo, I was like, fuck, I want to say I was like 24. Okay, and I'm, pretty well covered um but it, it you had that like oh god mom's gonna fucking kill me grandma's gonna be mad whatever like yeah and it's normally the women most of the men are just kind of like oh that's cool you color on yourself stupid like yeah. they don't give a fuck not my and family again, <laughs> they they've made it to a point where they're like they don't give zero fucks they're like it's your skin you fuck do whatever you want but mom and grandma and all that, you know. So then I started getting to the point where I was like, I really don't give a fuck what anybody says about what I put on my skin or how I wear my hair or what color my fucking underwear is for this matter. Right until the guy in Walmart hears you having a conversation with your wife and he turns the corner and he's like, hey man, nice underwear you got on today. Motherfucker. <laughs> Proved my wife's point right then and there. I was like, son of a bitch. But it happens. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was optimal timing. That guy had like every, it was dialed in. He did a great job. That fucking joke was perfect. You'll notice that too as you get older, though. You'll start to in, interject in other people's shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like you're standing in the you're standing in the grocery store and you're looking at milk, right? And I'm a weirdo. Apparently, I drink milk. Okay, if you've ever bought milk, there's like five different kinds of milk. That are just regular ass generic milk you can buy. You got your whole milk, your two percent, your one percent. Uh, I think there's a like a low fat and all this other shit. Right? Whole milk is the only way to go. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> right there with you. Whole milk. But in my early twenties, and for whatever reason, my mom always bought two percent. That's okay? because there was a myth created that that stuff was better for you. Oh. And, well, and that happened when, like... When you drink more water down shit, the water's normally better for you than whatever, you know. Yeah, no, because... That's why you drink water and whiskey, and it makes it better for you, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least you don't feel... Right. <laughs> so, you'd be standing there, and you'd have a 20-something stand next to you, not say a fucking word to you. You could just tell him that he had tuberculosis, you could see the spot on his arm, whatever. You have shingles, my friend. <clears throat> Nothing. Okay, thanks. They grab their fucking thing and walk away. You could be standing there and reach up and itch your face like, what the fuck is going on? And somebody would be like, hey, man, but you got some booger up in there, you know, or something like that. And you're like, thanks. Thanks. I needed that. I needed your help identifying what could possibly be pissing me off that's stuck in my nose. Yeah, thanks. You know, or and then I realized I do that shit. Oh, walking through the grocery, and I think the worst part about it too is Maggie does it. Or, you know, my three-year-old she does this super bad. We're standing in Home Depot. I shit you not, this is last week. We're standing in Home Depot. My wife will not allow me to go to Home Depot unless she is there. Okay. Half the time when we go in, she tries to snag my wallet off the center console to make sure I don't just randomly purchase something while we're there. So. I have to be supervised. So we have we have the three-year-old with us. She's sitting in the cart. And uh, she they got the little race car carts, you know? Oh, yeah. Those so you know it's covered in disease and whatever else. But 
so you're, we're standing there, and I'm looking at what I'm trying to figure, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a certain bit, and uh, this guy walks by, and he's got no fucking shirt on. And as an almost 30-year-old, didn't phase me, I didn't say a fucking thing, right? He walks by. The three-year-old goes, Daddy, why is he naked? <laughs> the guy hears the three-year-old. Then he hears me reply to the three-year-old with, because he doesn't know how to read. <laughs> and I went, oh, fuck. A, I didn't figure out how many it was going to take if he wanted to get into it <laughs> before I opened my mouth. B, I had no clue what kind of attitude this guy had. Obviously, he had zero fucks to give because he's walking into a store that on the fucking door says no shoes, no shirt, no service with his nips hanging out, all right? So I'm thinking, great, I just piped off and this guy has zero fucks to give and he must be a bad motherfucker because he ain't got no shirt on and nobody's told him to put the fucking shirt on. So I'm thinking... And I still, the funnier part is, it still didn't stop me after I realized this. And I was like, he can't read the no shoes, no shirt, no service sign. And the Y, standing behind the cart, jaw is on the fucking ground. Because she can see dude who's staring a hole through the back of my head. And I haven't turned around at this point because I'm like, this could get real interesting. And I start to turn back to look at the shelf, and he goes, thanks. And I was like, I got to teach her the truth. <laughs> and he fucking turned bright red, matter and fuck, walks away. Like, whew. I mean, he didn't look like he was going to necessarily whip my ass. No. But I can tell you right now, at 29 years old, getting into a fight in Home Depot where there's that many weapons... Ain't nobody winning shit. No, they're not. But your other comment there is... Was I lying? You know? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, what do you do? <laughs> the dumbass. So, when you walked in, you didn't notice the sign. Because pretty much, in the last 50 years, no shirt, no shoes, no service yeah. is a common theme. This right. isn't... They're not asking you to do something totally abnormal. Yeah. Well, the and the did the, he have a mask I, on? No, he didn't have a mask. Oh, on. Oh damn, that would yeah, been it would have been way better if he had a mask, mask on, on, but he didn't. So, the funniest part was we get to the like we get done with what we're looking for, right? And I end up having to buy an inch and an eighth wrench. It's a healthy sized fucking wrench. If you've never seen one, it's about a foot, probably fourteen inches long, depending. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's right in that ballpark. Gotta have leverage, and it's. Oh, yeah. And it's heavy duty. Like, it's not that little cheapo fucking half-inch wrench that, you know, you work on some shit with. It's a two-handed motherfucker. Alright? So, he goes to the cash register right next to me, and the lady goes, um, sir, you're gonna need to put your shirt on. And I'm like, we Like, I heard it. Yeah. And I immediately, like, I grabbed the wrench out of the cart, Nips got hard. I was like, we have our weapon of choice. Let's do this. And I turned and looked over at him, and he's staring me in the side of the head. And I'm like, what? She knew how to read. And my wife is like, if you don't shut the fuck up, we will have a divorce by the time we get to the truck, and we will be done. Shut your fucking mouth. And I'm like, what? I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I've lost here as to where the fuck I'm the problem. Sorry for pointing out the obvious. But... <laughs> yeah, and that's where you get into that, like, zero fucks to give. Yeah. And and it's, it's so fun, too. Like I said, and, it, and it's like, toddlers? They're honest. Oh, man. Brutally honest. Brutal. Yeah, absolutely brutal. And, uh, you know... That's where that is. And you start out with that, and then somebody trains you down on that, like gets you into like a tolerable society-shaped yeah. deal. 
And then you start getting to that point where you're like, I want to be a toddler again. Fuck you. You know, shirtless motherfucker in Home Depot. Like, yeah. And so part of aging, I feel like, is gaining wisdom. Oh, yeah. But your bigger part of aging is losing the bullshit. It, it is, but what you'll find is that, as you say, gaining wisdom, it's... It, and it doesn't happen with everybody, but if it works correctly, you're going to find that you're going to recognize all your bullshit. Yeah. And that's what you're going to drop. You're yeah. going to be like, oh, God, I was... A, I do that all the time. I look back and I think of shit I did... Uh, shit I said. Yeah, arguments that you've had. My moments, like one I use all the time with people at work is a guy I like buckled in and pissed off over like a $2 rubber strap. Yeah, oh yeah. Like I was like, I was proud of myself telling yeah. people, yeah, this guy tries to blah, blah, you know. And I, was, I look back at it now and I'm like, you dumb motherfucker. The only thing you should have said to that guy, yeah, I'll order you another one. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's all I should have said. Oh, yeah. Man, sorry it broke. I'll get you a new one. But no, I yeah. wanted... This was my moment. I was making my stand <laughs> over a $2 fucking strap. Uh -huh. like, Company man right, right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I get it. And it, it, the funny part, too, is like, you can always tell who cares a little bit less than everybody else at a certain age range. Like, you could both be 26, but there's always that one guy who cares a little less. That's the guy that owns the business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's the guy who's just like, yeah, whatever, man. Here's 500 bucks. Fix your windshield. Move on with life. They you know? get it. Yeah. And they just, they're like, whatever. Uh, Move on. You know? And then there's the guy who cares just a little bit more who's like, fuck you. The sign says 200 fucking feet on my truck. 200 fucking feet. You, I know you were less than that because when I hit the brakes, you about spilled your coffee everywhere. Fuck you, you know. And then there's a the boss man. He's just like, I, this is a $500 problem. Like, fucking move on. Yeah. Here's 500 bucks. Let's go make some more money. Right. You know. We can waste a bunch of money arguing this out yeah. or I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to move on. I'm going to make twice as much. Just yeah. go away. I need oh, yeah. you to go away at this point. But that, that goes back to, like I said, in your 20s, you're idealistic. In your 30s, you start to lose those ideals. You're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. And I don't think it gets much better in your 40s. But I do think you go back because I watch people now 10, 20 years older than me, and they're the ones starting to dig in again. And it's and and I see that to a degree because, again, like I said, as, as easygoing as I've been for most of my life, I've gotten crankier the older I get. Less willing to let certain things slide. Uh, when before I just... It was just like, okay, whatever. There's things now. But then... But I've realized that goes into expectations. And that's one of my next... My other big things is... Um, the reason I don't get pissed off at a lot of people... Or about a lot of things is I have super low expectations of them. People look at me funny and it's like, if you don't walk in with expectations, you're not going to be upset. Because yeah. you have nothing to be upset about. Yeah. So, for me, I have expectations when it comes to my family and my kids. That will upset me. Uh-huh. To most of the rest of you assholes... I expect you to live at the lowest common denominator, so surprise me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Make me hold a higher expectation for you next time. Right. Yeah. I, I don't ever... <clears throat> I, I learned a long time ago, don't expect people to live up to your expectations or how you do things. Yeah. Your expectations of yourself, you should have some, and you need to hold yourself to those, but do not expect the person sitting next to you to have the same level of expectations. Right. Um, and don't try to hold them to your expectations or you will spend your entire life disappointed. Yeah. You just will. People will never live up to your oh, expectations. No. There's always that cranky, that one cranky motherfucker that's just always mad. Coffee wasn't good enough, wasn't hot enough. Fucking his diaper doesn't fit just right. His pants don't fit over it just yeah. right. His fucking hat doesn't fit right. You know, he's got this whole string of shit that's just gone completely wrong since 6 o'clock in the morning or whenever he woke up till fucking noon. 
He goes to eat lunch. Lunch sucks. You know, spilled his fucking soda, whatever. And he's just this fucking hate-filled person at the end of the day. And it's just like, you need to, like, pull whatever plug it is up your ass the fuck out. And just start having some fun. I mean, that's where I'm at. I get to the point where it's like, 